Hey everybody and welcome to the Powerhouse Podcast. I'm so excited for this episode, the first episode of the brand new year. We're going to be talking about some serious stuff today and kind of coming off the the piggyback, coming off the shoulders of our goal setting episode, which if you have not gone back and listened to that, or if you weren't a part of our goal setting workshop last Saturday, it was super powerful. Um, My friend Landon and I were able to teach over 25 women about reaching their goals in 2021. It was so much fun. Then definitely go back and listen to at least last week's episode to kind of give you a, a foreshadowing, actually, of what we ended up talking about and which is funny is I didn't actually plan to do the goal setting workshop um, until after I did that episode so things always work out things end up aligning together but today I really want to piggyback off of goal setting and as the excitement of the new year the initial excitement of the new year kind of dies down just a little bit and we're settling into our routines I wanted to give you guys five things today that I felt like were really important in my own life and um, fun fact so I just got back from Florida and then Arizona and in Arizona accidentally my friend Mel and I actually came down with COVID we think we got it because um, I went to a theater production a rehearsal that she is choreographing for and three of the cast members um, we had no way of knowing ended up coming down with COVID and Mel and I were the only ones out of our group um, the five of us that got COVID so praise God only two of us got it but we're pretty darn sure that's where we ended up contracting it. So um, I've been in isolation for a week as of tomorrow and it is torture. I am an absolute extrovert and I've had a lot of time to reflect. You know, I already work from home so I didn't think that this is going to be too big of a deal. But um, it's ended up being really, really hard on my mental health, actually. And y'all know me, like I'm a really positive person. I obviously teach mental health skills and emotional coping skills. And so it's been a really interesting observation to have to coach myself this week. And luckily, even though I have COVID, I've had little to no symptoms whatsoever. And I think that's even more frustrating, though I'm incredibly grateful, obviously, and was still able to work and close deals this week and invite more people into the powerhouse family, which has been incredible. We had an amazing inner circle on Thursday. Um, It's been really difficult uh, feeling completely fine other than like a little bit of a runny nose and not being able to go anywhere. And so sometimes when life smacks you in the face or sometimes when you're setting goals and the first obstacle kind of comes in your way or the first something that was outside of your expectation kind of slaps you in the face, I think it's really important to discover who we are and to take a look at who we are in those moments when we're squeezed. And so today, I feel like I just came up with five things that I've really observed over the past seven days of being in quarantine. And um, just going to get real with you guys today. Like I said, it's not been easy. Um, I definitely, definitely realize and fully accept that I am 100% an extrovert now. I was like, I'm an ambivert. I like to recharge by myself. And though I do, I am absolutely an extrovert, like at least 80% an extrovert. And um, even some simple things, you guys, that I took for granted, like being able to hug your family or just hang out with a friend or go get coffee and just be around people. I mean, literally the past two days, I've like gone and taken walks in the freezing cold 25 degree weather just because I want to be out of the house and just around people. I went for like an hour and a half long drive last night and this morning again. And it's been really great to clear my head. It's been really great to realize some other coping strategies that 
enable me to feel a sense of control. Obviously there are things that you can do like cleaning and doing laundry and checking off all these lists. Um, but it's been a really unique week. And I think that these five things are going to help you feel at home if you're going through just a, a raw time, or if you have reached your first obstacle, <laughs> um, your first obstacle so far in the new year. Um, I just think that this will really bless you. So I hope that's okay. I'm just going to be vulnerable today and we're going to work through these things together. And, um, maybe if you get COVID, which I hope you don't, then you can go back and listen to this, the COVID episode, right? Um, how to get through tough times. So let's dive in. Okay. So number one, and again, I literally just have like a list in front of me and I'm just going to kind of, um, rap about these couple things and, um, elaborate. So the first thing that I've noticed over the past seven days in having COVID and really trying to strive forward and, you know, not act like COVID got me down, like at all is, uh, I had to learn that when all the distractions go away and you don't have options, you really learn how to focus. You really learn how you don't focus. And my first suggestion to you today is to learn how to clear out distractions and focus even when you don't have to, even when a circumstance doesn't require it of you. Obviously, this circumstance really re like required me to buckle down and focus because I didn't have a lot of options. I don't have the opportunity to distract myself with anything outside of my home and sitting here. Um, and so I want to encourage you guys to learn how to kind of clear out that mental mess as well as that physical mess, or it could be people. I always say go through it like this. So what's distracting you? Who's distracting you? Where is distracting you? Why are you distracted? And how are you distracted? And I know for myself, I realized that I get so many ideas that God's created me to be such a visionary that if my morning routine is not extremely structured and I, and I don't hit it in the morning in terms of getting my reading done, clearing out my email inbox and kind of having a structure of accomplishment early on. You know, I can't work out right now. So normally that gives me a sense of accomplishment. If I don't create momentum in the morning, it's very hard for me to focus the rest of the day. Um, and the, the second thing that I've noticed during quarantine specifically, and we all know this, but I think it really smacked me in the face is just how much I look at my phone. So I have been challenging myself to 45 minute. And I think I talked, I talked about this in the last goal setting podcast, but I've been challenging myself to 45 minute increments of absolute focus and then 15 minutes to do whatever I want, whether that's just go to the bathroom and heat up some food, you know, it could be things that are not that exciting. Um, but I realized that running an online company is not an excuse to be on my phone all the time. There's really not a reason to. So I've been, I've been getting more and more diligent to have time where I put my phone away and teaching myself that I don't have to answer people's texts right away. Um, I don't have to be in contact and communicating with people all the time, but I think this week it was especially hard because I didn't have any other options of feeling like I had access to the outside world. And it just made me sad. It just made me frustrated. So I felt like the need to want to text people, call people, FaceTime people, be on my phone more than ever this week. Um, and it was really difficult, but it, it also distracted the crap out of me and provided negativity in my mind because it would slow me down from the work that I knew I wanted to get done. And when I wasn't accomplishing things at the rate that I knew I wanted to accomplish them, then I got down on myself and it's this vicious cycle. Okay. So number one, I encourage you, regardless of the season that you're in, clear out the mental mess, clear out the distractions and teach yourself 
Become self-aware of how you focus and what's distracting you. and It'll totally change your world. This brings us to number two, which is how important it is during seasons of when you're squeezed or when unexpected things happen to find your tribe. So I have a couple people in my corner. You know, I just went to Florida with a bunch of my girlfriends. Shout out to Justice, who just got engaged. And we've been talking about it for like a month. It's so funny. Like every day she's like, it's going to happen today. It's going to happen today. And it finally did. And we're so happy for her. We're so happy. Yay. Shout out to Justice, Miss Tennessee USA. We love you so much. So happy for you and Chris. Um, so those three girls are definitely in my tribe. You know, I've got my, I've got an incredible family, my mom, my sister, my dad. Um, I talk to them almost every day and then my crew that I went to Arizona with as well. I'm so grateful to have other entrepreneurial friends who get me, who get my schedule. I have my business partners, um, people that I can talk to. And let me tell you without, without them, I don't know how I would have gotten through this week. Um, and it sounds stupid, right? It sounds trivial. It sounds first world problems, but Seriously, I don't know if y'all have ever been through a season of isolation and a season obviously is 12 weeks. So much longer than what I've had to experience. I'm like counting down. I got four days left and I'm like, let's go because um, it's frustrating. Right. But I just want to encourage you guys as you're finding your tribe. It, it really is important to find a tribe, which is, you know, a family. It's a group. It's a core group of people who understand you, who accept who you are, accept your personality, accept your quirks. Um, it's really important not to isolate during this season of COVID, but just in general, as you're pursuing your dreams, you know, that's why we have our inner circle, which is up to 45 members. It's so exciting. It's a party every other Thursday. It's so fun, but that's why I created that is because when I was doing my own pageant prep, I mean, I felt so alone and it was either my mom and I bickering at each other because she was trying to be my pageant coach when we were new at this. I was asking for help in a million different ways and I, I felt annoying and I didn't know who's in my corner and then I would feel alone if I, you know, if I didn't have my mom or I pushed my mom away because I was frustrated with her. Or we spent way too much time together and I still had school and all these different things. It's really hard for one person to be your everything and that's where it's important to be able to disseminate that energy to having different people you can call when you just need to pick me up, right? Um, and that can be there for you when you're weak one day, when you're not having a good day. And then you're there for them when you're having a great day and they need to pick you up. Um, sorry, you need to pick them up. So finding your tribe and really acknowledging and being super solid about like who that is and, um, having that agreement with them that you're going to be there for each other is super, super important. And that brings me to number three. Um, one thing I've realized this week is that I'm horrible at communicating my needs and I thought I was a lot better at it, and I think I'm good sometimes, but this week I was terrible. Um, I got super overwhelmed in business stuff this week, even though I made probably the most money I've made in a year um, in one week, and I had like the best week of business in my life. Um, I still wasn't satisfied, and granted, I also have COVID and literally still had the best week of business in my life, and I wasn't fulfilled. And I, I just want to encourage you guys in that the money doesn't make you happy. I mean, yeah, it pays your bills. It makes things easier in a lot of ways. But just itself, money is not something that produces an emotion. And I realized that I was building up frustration because I hadn't seen people. I, had, I haven't had any physical touch, like a hug, you know, a handshake, a high five, like a wave, anything. I, I mentioned on my Instagram the other day, I was like, I want to go outside just to wave at people in my car. Seriously. Um, I realized that those are needs of mine. Um, the physical touch aspect of that, you know, a hug from your family or just sitting at the table with people. Um, 
And then business-wise, I had a couple things that I was frustrated with that I was totally not communicating. I was just isolating and just stewing in my mind, not even mad, but just like I realized that I had not communicated expectations whatsoever and that I was putting this giant burden on myself and not letting anybody into my head of the things that I wanted to accomplish. And so therefore, like I always tell my clients, your emotional filter gets backed up. And you just don't have the process to funnel all those things out because your funnel's too small, you know? The reason why we need to grow our emotional intelligence, you guys, is because when we grow our emotional intelligence, it grows the um, the magnitude of our emotional filter and funnel that allows more things to come through at one time and we don't get as backed up when it comes to emotions, right? And I did not do a good job of that this week, admittedly. And I cried like twice, I think. And the second I cried, amazing and I was like wow I should do this more often this is amazing but wasn't so good in the moment and so luckily I have a couple friends that I was able to reach out to and they could talk me through different things fellow business owners and just girlfriends and things like that you've got to have people in your corner Um, and journaling is great and it's super necessary and believe me I journaled my little fingers off this week Um, but also understanding how to communicate those needs to other people and that you're not being a burden by just telling other people what's going on, trusted people who are safe and who are in your corner. Um, That's super, super important too. So that's number three. Number four, um, I kind of touched on this, but I think a a really important thing as well, when you've hit a roadblock, you've hit an obstacle, um, you know, those first kind of, that first challenge of the year is to realize how you receive love. Um, I don't like to think that I'm physical touch. But man, I'm like realizing that I kind of am. Um, I'm definitely quality time, 10,000 million jillion percent. And I'm also acts of service. I had a friend who sent me food the first night of my quarantine. And I literally almost cried because I was so incredibly like overjoyed. And I felt so loved by that act of service. Um, I FaceTimed several of my friends this week for hours and hours and hours. And that makes me feel loved. But I'm also realizing that I think definitely my third love language is physical touch. And maybe it's just because I literally can't touch anyone, can't even like say hi, high five, like I said, you know, whatever. Um, I've even had to be really careful, like going down my elevator just to get my mail every day and make sure I'm not around people, you know, wear a mask, stuff like that. Um, But I think you don't always realize what you have until it's gone kind of a thing where I'm like, wow, sometimes it just takes being squeezed a little bit to understand the simple, simple pleasures of life, like being able to go to a coffee shop and Um, being able to hug somebody just because you want to hug them, you know? So understand how you receive love. Um, There's five love languages. There's apology languages. There's anger languages. There's a lot to learn. Um, But I'm like, wow, I've I've definitely learned I'm I'm those things. And that's helped me know how I need to ask for what I need to ask for in terms of my needs and trust that people will help me with that. Um, especially because it's just for a short time period. I'm normally super self-sufficient, like extremely independent, which I am even this week. But I think that's what's made it so hard too is I'm not used to like asking for things. So I feel like I don't really need things very often. So I'm kind of out of practice. (laughs) But uh, definitely learned those things this week. And then moving on to number five. So this might sound really silly, but a good friend of mine encouraged me just to go on a drive yesterday. And we were talking and I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to go get some ice cream. I'm just going to go through the drive through I'm going to get some ice cream. Then I'm going to go to Chick-fil-A and I'm going to get some fries and some diet lemonade and live my best life. 
and that's what I'm going to do. And it's going to be amazing. And they're like, you should, you should do that. I literally had not left the house in five days and it was like miserable. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, this is a great idea. Like I need to do this for myself. 10,000%. I'm going to go do this. And after my Miss Nebraska year in the America system, I drove so much, you guys, that I was like triggered from driving the rest of my life. I was like, I'm done. I've driven so much. I never want to drive ever again. This is miserable. And so I, I don't really drive that often. I certainly don't drive to like chill my mind or anything like that. I more so just read. And I was like, you know what? I just, I just feel like that might be enjoyable. So it was like probably 31 degrees yesterday. It was fairly nice out actually. And for Nebraska, cause when it's sunny, it feels like 40, 45. And so I went for a drive just down the street that I live and found a new ice cream shop I'd never heard of that's been down the street from me for literally a year. It's the cutest place and they've got coffee. They've got all these different things. I was like, what? How have I not known about this? Like, it's so cute. There's a piano in there. It's like amazing. Definitely going to go back there again. And then I went over to Chick-fil-A and the drive-thru and you got my stuff too. And I ended up just kind of like making a a big, big, long rectangle and just kind of driving. And the, the Christmas lights are still up and I was appreciating like downtown where I live And I'd never driven that street at night because I'm always just cooped up at home. And I was like, wow, like the simple beauties of driving around. I found this whole other parks and recreation area. Um, And yes, that's my favorite show. But this whole like there's like five parks back here in an area that I had no idea even existed. And I ended up going back there this morning and going for like an hour long walk. There's people ice fishing. There's people, you know, holding hands, taking a walk and just people. I was able to, you know, give people the wave and say hi to them and and walk on the trail, obviously socially distance. Um, It's massive. And in my simple discovery, I was able to find all this stuff that was totally fun and do something for myself And it didn't cost any money. I mean, I chose obviously to spend money, but just driving and just kind of reflecting and giving my head some space. I rolled down the windows a little bit, had the heater on and then rolled down the windows a little bit and just breathed in the fresh air. And I cannot tell y'all how amazing I felt coming back into my apartment. Like it was exactly what I needed. And that, you know, I had access to that every second of every day, all the time, but I just never took advantage of it. And I thought that I hated it, but it took a time of isolation and kind of being forced to ask myself, what can I do to give myself this breath of fresh air? What can I do to have fun to be able to make that happen? And that's number five is sometimes I think we have to plan the fun in our lives. I don't think it comes naturally. And if you're anything like me, which I don't know if you are, I mean, I just like to work all the time. I was just thinking tonight, even before this podcast, I was like, yeah, I mean, like we kind of relaxed in Arizona, but we also worked our butts off. Like all five of us were our entrepreneurs and we were shooting videos, you know, we were, we were masterminding business plans. You know, we, we all can't get together and not like plan world domination, which I love. I love that about my friends. Um, but we were talking even today and it's just like, was that really a vacation? I don't know if it was. And so I was just like, wow, like I'm just exhausted. And that simple little drive and then going for a walk this morning and I'll probably go for a walk again tomorrow was just so beautiful. And I I just, you know, we need to do more things like that for ourselves, regardless of rain or shine, regardless of snow, regardless of season. I just wish that we would honor ourselves more often by just taking a breath, you know, And, and it was so beautiful. I was telling my friend, I put my phone in my pocket, took my headphones out, 
and just enjoyed nature and just like prayed and allowed God to talk to me and literally just didn't have an agenda. Um, and this is something that also made me cry and this might sound really dumb, but I got, so I got a coffee through the drive through this morning and then I went for a walk, like with my coffee, kept my hands warm and they apparently had my coffee ready. It was like piping hot. And, uh, for about 30 seconds to a minute and the drive through before they handed it to me. And the gentleman felt really bad. And he's like, Oh my gosh, I could have handed this to you so much earlier. I'm so sorry. And I looked at him and I was like, I'm not in a hurry. We're good. And you know, I drove away and I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm not in a hurry. I'm not in a hurry. You know how good this feels? This feels amazing. Like it felt amazing to say that and to know that I wasn't in a hurry, that I didn't have an agenda that I wasn't like, hurry up, do this for me, serve me, you know? But I was like, no, man, I'm, I'm totally good. And I realized that I also said that at Chick-fil-A when someone apologized. And I also said that at the ice cream store when someone apologized. And I think I said it one other time. And it's in, in the span of like 24 hours, y'all, I literally had the opportunity to say this like four times. And I was like, wow. And then it hit me when I was driving too. And I was just like, oh, this neighborhood looks cool. This, this street looks cool. I don't know where I'm going. And just the feeling of liberation of knowing that I didn't have to be anywhere or report to anybody. And I just got to be led and just do what my spirit needed, which is just to exhale. Um, and there's so many things I want to name this episode of the podcast. Maybe it just needs to be how to exhale. Um, that's actually good. Maybe I'll do that. But seriously, I just encourage you like to ask yourself and just to think for a second, like when's the last time that you really exhaled? And are you planning times in your life to not have an agenda, to not need to be anywhere, to not be in a hurry? Because I think as Americans and I think as millennials, too, we just don't we don't give ourselves that gift of not needing to be connected every second of every day. So my encouragement to you is take regular phone breaks, figure out what's distracting you, learn how to communicate your needs and your love languages, know what your love languages are find your tribe, communicate with them, and then plan the fun in your life and take time just to unplug and unwind and just spend time with yourself and just learn to love who God created you to be. God will talk to you about the mysteries of heaven. God will talk to you about who he's created you to be. God will talk to you about ideas that you've been working on in your mind or about what's going on for your future. Like God talks to me all the time when I make room for him. And I just want to leave you guys with that today because I promise you, and, and I'm in this time of prayer and fasting right now too. I'm fasting sweets and, and all alcohol for the next 21 days. And it's not even about that. It's just about the act of putting God ahead of anything that God tells you to, right? It could be your fasting social media. It could be your fasting bread. I mean, whatever God tells you to, it doesn't even have to be food. Um, it could be God tells you to go to bed at 11 o'clock every night, no matter what, for 21 days. But the art of fasting is choosing to put something ahead of your flesh, put something ahead of your own needs and submitting it to God and choosing that God's going to you know, work and move um, in that place instead. It's really, really beautiful. So anyways, I have a couple things to leave you guys with. Um, 
If our podcasts have been a blessing to you, I would so appreciate you taking five seconds to give us a five-star review. It really helps us to pump all the way up um, on the charts when it comes to Apple and uh, Google Play Store and all that good stuff. But please leave us a five-star review with a comment. Um, And I'm just genuinely curious. I'd love to hear how this podcast has been helping you. And I just want to help more people. That's why we do this. Number two, if you are not a current powerhouse client yet, I'd love to hop on the phone with you for a free strategy call. It's about 45 minutes. It's super fun. We'll walk you through your obstacles and just, you know, when's your upcoming pageant. We'll see if you're a right fit to work with a member of our team or join one of our programs or myself. And uh, like I said, the inner circle is a party. So if you're not in it and you are like, I don't know who my tribe is, is, um, tribe is, and the people in my tribe are, um, then we'd love to speak with you and the inner circle might be a good fit for you. Um, and third of all, we have a brand new product, um, that it will be coming out in about a month and it is going to solve all of your political problems when it comes to onstage question prep. And I am so excited. I'm not even going to talk about it on social media yet because y'all are listeners of the podcast and that gives you special privilege. So I'm so excited. We've been working on this for a while and I promised you guys some new gifts, some new products coming in 2021. And so we are definitely in the works. Um, There's a lot happening at Powerhouse. It's so exciting. And let me just say, I mean, I seriously am honored you guys to get to speak into your life every single day. So thank you so much for allowing me to be your coach and I love you guys so much. We'll see you next week. Bye.